Awesome. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Awesome, your podcast about all of the most awesome things that could ever be awesome. 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 I'm Bubba. I'm joined, as always, by (coughs) the guy with the endless snot buffet, Louie, and Bill, who seems in adequate health. Hello. Hi, guys and gals. I suppose we have gals, maybe. I bet no women listen to this. It's probably not. Tell my wife she has to. (laughs) Um, Welcome to the weekly awesome. Um, Yeah, we're we're excited to be here. It was a pretty pretty awesome week, guys. There was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, That Super Bowl was was something. That's for sure. It was pretty exciting, especially right there at the end. I suppose we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that in sports. uh, Pretty pretty quick off the bat here. Um, yeah, we got uh, we got some good stuff tonight. We're gonna be asking some uh, questions of pop stars. We're gonna take a look at another board game. Uh, look at some dating profiles. It's gonna be a good time on the weekly awesome. But uh, as always, we like to start off with uh, <coughs> with our favorite drink. Everybody, drink of the week. What are we drinking, Louis? What do you got? Uh, I'm drinking Yogi brand bedtime flavored tea with extra honey. Yes. which uh probably earns Sounds me some delicious. demerits uh and i should probably get you'll make up for it for, next week but uh i don't feel well so i'm gonna i'm drinking tea with honey and uh i would describe it but i guess you guys probably could figure out what it tastes like it's like tea with honey with honey with honey yeah. <laughs> it so has no me. caffeine in it because i need to get to bed at a reasonable hour so you bedtime know. tea yeah exactly so that's my drink of the week. Oh, that 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 sounds that sounds cozy. It's sounds pretty cozy. cozy. I'm in, I'm in my long johns too, so <laughs> good. Bill, you're you're uh, you're up. What are you drinking? I'm assuming you're drinking a man drink. Um, uh, well, I mean, sure, yeah. I have a glass of red wine here in front of me. <laughs> that <I> backfired, had... <laughs> Bubba. <laughs> I had uh, a lovely uh, steak au poivre for dinner tonight, and. Listen to this guy. Red red wine goes well with steak. That's so uh, go on. What it? <laughs> I'm sorry. What is you're saying? What is I'm, that? What is that French for? Um, steak with pepper. Oh, so okay. Just that a lot sounds of pepper. better. It's too hard to say steak with pepper. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds so much better if I say steak au poivre. Come on. It ma- it it's... makes me want to punch you more. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that's what I was going for. Um, Mission accomplished. Yep. No, that's all. It's right. red wine, and it tastes red winey. I'm not. I, it, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I like the red, red winey is my favorite taste of red wine. Um, I'm drinking uh, another local beer. Uh, it's a uh, kilt lifter uh, by Four Peaks is the brewery. Uh, it's their Scottish style ale. Um, it's uh, available most places in the greater Phoenix area. Uh, most. Uh, most of the bars and, and restaurants, it's it's basically the only local local brew that most of the places have. Uh, it's good, yeah. It's 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 got good flavor. I, I don't know. I don't mind it. I don't love it. Um, I'm a handful of sips in. I've had a few before, but uh, but I don't hate it. I mean, it's like a you know, it it exists and it was in my fridge and I was like, ah, I'll drink that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Kilt Lifter, check it out if you want like a meh experience. Two of my favorite uh, characteristics of a beer are in my fridge and. What was the other one in my possession? <laughs> exists. Yeah. And it exists. I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, I feel like we're off right. to a strong start tonight. I feel like it's a little I, shaky, I, I got to be honest. I, 
You know what? But the best part is it can only go one direction from here. It can only go up. I've never uh, done this I, show sober, you guys, and I'm terrified about what might happen. <laughs> well, luckily for you, I have drank enough and done enough drugs for the three of us. So, <laughs> so let's do this. Song of the week number one. Louie, you're up first. What are we listening to? I was at a work conference sort of deal, which I, I don't generally have those things, but I did have one. And I was walking around a hotel in Bloomington, Minnesota. Was it a fancy hotel? Yeah, it was. It was like over 100 bucks a night, and I got reimbursed for that Ooh. shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like a Motel 12 or something. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, I had a king bed, and I didn't know what to even do with myself. It was great. Um, oh, they're so good. But... Uh, but I was walking around and it was like in between sessions of this conference thing. And I just, the song popped in my head and I don't remember the last time I ever heard it, but I immediately uh, started on my Spotify to make sure I listened to it. And uh, it is Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon, which, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a catchy, fun, happy old Paul Simon song where he recruits um, loads of other people to sing background and um, sort of apes a world music style and it comes out in a fun Paul Simon way. So Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon is my song of the week.
I love that song. It's good. I like Paul Simon. I don't think of all of the great artists and like the big name guys of the generations before us that everybody knows. I feel like Paul Simon's the one I listen to the least, but I have no complaints with him. Like I love everything Paul Simon ever has done. Yeah. But I just never listened to him. That was awesome. You had a big uh you had a big Kodachrome phase, didn't you, Bubba? I feel like I remember that. I did. Like, that, song, that song. That's like lot. the only song. Yeah, oh god, I could not I could not get enough of that song for like two years. I don't know. There's something about that song. Maybe that'll be my song of the week next week. It's a good one. Good, good choice, Louis. All right, here we go. First segment. Sports. All right. We're talking sports. It was Super Bowl week here in Phoenix, and boy, there was some stuff happening. Uh, first things first, let's get to the game. I would say, holy cow, great Super Bowl game with also, wow, terrible play call to end it. Uh, Bill, what are we thinking? I Man, here's how I know this was a terrible play call. And it's, I'm sitting in the base, I was sitting in the basement, actually in the same chair that I'm in right now, watching the fourth quarter of the game. And yeah. my wife was sitting on the couch across from me, kind of half paying attention, half doing some work. <laughs> Women. And, Yeah. And the end of the game rolls up, right? And they're <laughs> they're they're sitting on the goal stand. They're on the goal line, right? The and goal stand. Shut up! I, the goal line stand is what came to my mind. Louis, just give me a break here, okay? They're on the goal line. They're lining up, and they run the fateful pass play that Malcolm Butler comes up with the interception. And she looks at the screen and says, "Um, why didn't they run the ball right there?" And if you if, and and I, I love my wife dearly, she's wonderful. She also usually doesn't listen to this podcast, so I think I'm safe in saying this. <laughs> um, if the fact that you should have called a running play was obvious to her, you should have fucking yeah, you called fucked a up. running play. <laughs> you fucked up. That's that's um, yeah yeah. Well, and, that's, and my. My issue wasn't even so much that they called a pass play. It was just the the type of pass play they called. Right. Um, yeah. If they had rolled Wilson out, yeah. Yeah. that would have made perfect sense to me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, to run a to run a route that that sends your receiver toward the middle of the field, um, just seems like too much can go wrong, especially because. Uh, He's not a particular Ricardo Lockett is not a particularly good receiver. Like all of Seattle's <laughs> receivers, he's not very good. Um, yeah, it'd be one thing if they were throwing that pass to prime Randy Moss or um, Des Bryant or right Odell Beckham or yeah. something, where it was like, well, you just throw it to him, he'll get it. But um, yeah, I think uh, it was a very confusing play. I think that not to defend the play call, but I think what's worth remembering too is just that that was maybe one of the best defensive plays I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. Like yeah. if you look at photos or video of when Wilson decided to throw it, um, um, the defensive back was well off of that play when he was ready to throw and he closed it out and super fast jumped that and then also held onto it in a way that I still can't really believe when I watch it. Um, yeah. So pretty amazing. Know. It was I wish the Seahawks had won personally, but 
that was about all you could ask for for an ending of a Super Bowl game. So Yeah, seeing Tom Brady jump up and down really happy, there's something about that that just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like that asshole needs anything better to happen for <laughs> right. him. God. Like, dude, Uggs no. for life? Come on, that's not fair. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I want Ugg boots oh, for man. life. But, yeah, I mean, it was an exciting game up and down. It was fun. It went back uh, back and forth there just a little bit. Uh, let's talk halftime show. That kicked so much ass, and I don't give a shit who knows it. I loved every second of that halftime show. She came riding in on a giant fucking tiger. It looked like she was on the back of the Cave of Wonders from Aladdin. That kicked ass. You know what's funny, Bubba? I watched it, and I said to myself, if I know one person who's just loving the shit out of every minute of this right now, it's Bubba. I just that that Super Bowl halftime show just had you written all over it. It was basically like a giant Disney movie had just exploded onto the field with all the it crazy really ass did. shit, the beach ball and the dancing sharks and the like, oh my god. I mean, I had... told my wife this, man. It looked like a Mario Kart. Like the whole thing was yes. just Mario Kart. Yes. She's on a beach, and then she's on the star, and you know, like it was. Yeah. Oh, it was it was delightful, Louis. You probably enjoyed that, right? Super good. I I just couldn't stop laughing at the stoned beach balls. Like I was like, what? <laughs> Did you? They look so high. Yeah. It was weird. And then the Nazi sharks who were saluting. <laughs> that was also funny. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, <sighs> I. Missy Elliott kicked ass. She was, oh, yeah. and she was on the um, she was on the uh, the more you know logo. Yes, you know? I picked up on that too. That like was I was kind like, of that's weird. Totally a little NBC um, but thing going on. I think that you can't go wrong if you lack talent to bring somebody <laughs> who's a lot better than you out and just have them do all their songs. So I will give her props for bringing out Missy Elliott and then just. Saying and Lenny Kravitz, holla, man, and saying I like holla a bunch of times or whatever she was doing, um, and sing along to a tape. It's basically karaoke yeah. with like a really cool ride. Yeah, and I also one thing I really love about all the the promotion leading up to it is, um, you know, it was obviously as you probably noticed sponsored by Pepsi, and uh, I just love I just love anything. There are all these commercials leading up to the halftime show and the Super Bowl by Pepsi, and I just love commercials where they replace the booze that people actually consume at events with soda. Like everyone's like, <laughs> when you're having a party, you drink eleven or twelve Pepsis because who wouldn't? You know, like. Pepsi, it's what everyone drinks during the Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, not really, but um, unless you're partnering with Captain Morgan or something, then I don't feel like I don't feel like that's true. Drink Pepsi but responsibly. Anyway, I enjoy any I enjoy any commercial that shows a crap load of people celebrating and jumping up and down with Pepsis, because that just is funny to me. But. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Next segment. All right, dear pop star. Dear Popstar is one of our favorites here at the Weekly Awesome. Dear Popstar gives us a chance to take fan letters and fan tweets and go directly to the source of all the answers in the world, Popstars. So we take your questions, we bring them to the Popstars, and they bring them back with all the wisdom in the world or the answers to any of life's riddles. Um, We've got some really good ones uh, this week. First one is coming in. We got an email uh, this last week from uh, Steve... Uh, Steve in Austin, and I believe 
that he means Austin, Texas. Possibly could be Austin, Minnesota, home of Spam and Kent Herbeck's mighty and probably painful birth. Um, Yeah, Texas. Texas. So uh, this is from, yeah, from Steve from Austin, Texas, and he has a question uh, for rapper OG Mako. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Mako? Mako? M-A-C-O. He writes, Dear Mr. Mako, there's been a lot of talk about religion in the news lately, and I've heard the word Christian being bandied about. I'm taking a wild stab in the dark, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but are Christians a group of individuals that have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? Thanks for your timely reply, Steve Austin. You know, I've heard I've heard of the Christians. Is that like a, is that sure. an underground underground religious group, like a, a sect of some kind? I'm, I don't know, but I, I think he must assume that OG Mako knows something we don't. So What's OG, OG Mako? Are, are Christians uh, individuals that have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior? Is, is, is that right? Bitch, you guess it. You is motherfucking right. Bitch, you guess it. Huh. You is right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Oh. Well done, Steve from Austin. I, he were spot on. That apparently is Christians. That is what they are. They have accepted Jesus as their savior. Confirmed. Okay. Wow. Thanks, OG. Thank you, OG Mako. Great, great, great help. Popstar, one for one on Popstar's being helpful today. Um, all right, next one, Bill. Why don't you read it? Um, I have a question here. This is odd. It's it's actually from a guy named Phil in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, which huh. it's kind of odd that he would be writing us today, but hey, go figure. Um, anyway, uh, he has a question for, well, he wasn't sure. He was a little confused on who to address this letter to. So he addresses it to the Blowfish, Hootie, and Darius Rucker. But I'm kind of wondering. Just, he wants some Darius Rucker in there, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know. So anyway, um, Phil writes, uh, I'm so excited. My fiance and I are about to embark on a vacation together to San Diego for some warm weather and sun. One of the things that we're going to do is go to SeaWorld. I'm really pumped for that. I've never seen a live aquarium show before, and I'm wondering, what's an appropriate response to seeing the whales and dolphins? I feel like clapping is the thing to do, but I also feel like it's possible that I could be very overcome with emotion. How would you respond if you were at the SeaWorld show? Thanks, guys. Phil from Punxsutawney. Um, I don't know. Does Darius Rucker, do you have any thoughts on dolphins and your emotional reactions to them? I'm such a baby cause the dolphins make me cry. Oh, oh. Yeah, that there was he is. Honest response. So, yeah, I mean, I think there you Everything have it, Phil. I, I feel like if, if Darius Rucker can cry when he sees the dolphins, I, I feel like you could too. I feel like that's a that's an okay reaction. So, you know, let the waterworks, let them go. Let them sprinkle. Yeah. Let let her cry. Oh, good one. All right, Louie, dear pop star, final one. What do you got? Uh, This question is for Jeremiah, the R&B singer. It comes Mm. from Rusty in Mandan, North Dakota. (laughs) Dear Jeremiah, I have three young children, and this year Christmas was tough. Not because I lacked the funds for gifts, I'm goddamn rolling in oil money, but because my wife Sheila and I decided it was time our youngins knew the truth. Santa Claus ain't real. 
I thought the little ones could use a heady dose of reality, but it totally backfired, and we're just now recovering from all the crying and wailing and gnashing of teeth. So my question is this, Jeremiah. As Easter approaches, do I dare tell my kids that there is no Easter bunny? What should I do? Thanks, Rusty. That's, uh, that's a good question, Rust. Um, let's hear what Jeremiah has to say. Don't you tell them what we do. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. You ain't even gotta tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. Don't tell them, don't tell them, you ain't need. You ain't even gotta tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. <laughs> All right. That sounds smart because uh, revealing Santa Claus did not seem like it went very well. Revealing Santa Claus is not a great phrase. Also, it's, <laughs> it's a very revealing Santa Claus you have. Um, He's wearing a robe like already. I that's a whole different level of emotional trauma. Yeah, because I mean, oh. let's be honest, you could totally tell if Santa had a chubby in that outfit. Yeah. All right. Hey, pop stars. Thanks for getting back to us so quick. We're we're pleased with your timely responses this week. Really, well, really awesome. Thank you. Also, thanks thanks to the publicists who really helped coordinate the whole thing and really really very punctual. So it was nice. Yeah, publicists, the underappreciated minions of the celebrity world. Um. All right. Next segment. You're the best. You've been great, and your life has some. Awesome person of the week. All right, awesome person of the week. We like to pick one person every week and highlight them as being awesome. They have some relevance to the week, hopefully, but but there are really no rules. Louie, who's the awesome person this week? Uh, well, I went to my favorite website, FamousBirthdays.com, and mm. I decided to do a little uh, searching. There are some interesting folks who I elected not to highlight, like Sean Kingston, the... Mm. <laughs> Corpulent mm-hmm. reggae singer, uh, Rebel Wilson, the corpulent actress. Uh, I just call myself Fat Amy so that twig bitches like you don't call it to me behind my back. I'm assuming that must be from Pitch Perfect or something. It sure is. It, okay. it is. I watched it last night after that the movie's Super That super funny. Um, also, uh, the guy yeah. from Willow who Bubba loves. Wait, are we talking Warwick Davis yeah. or are we talking <laughs> Out of the Way, Peck? That guy. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis is tight. Yes, yeah, I told you. If you've never watched, just go type in uh, Life's Too Short, which is Warwick Davis's show. Life's Too Short, Liam Neeson. There's a skit with Liam Neeson, Ricky Gervais, uh, the super tall skinny guy that writes with Ricky Gervais. Stephen Merchant. And, uh, yeah, Stephen Merchant, Liam Neeson, Warwick Davis, and uh, it's really goddamn funny. Anyway, Louis, go on. But after scrolling through for a while, I... Uh I elected to go with someone a bit different, um, and that is Dame Judy Dench. Nope, Bill. Do you have a guess? Uh, um, gosh, would give? Can you give give us something about this person? Like, do they? He's have a... he's more masculine than Dame Judy Dench. Bear Grylls. <laughs> Close. Uh, the correct answer today's. Awesome person of the week is Vlade Divac, 
Oh, I love oh, Vladi Divac's oh, Serbian. Oh I God. had a Vladi Divac's Hornets jersey when I was like 12. Yeah. Oh, Vladi. Um, former, uh, well, he's not former Serbian. He is a Serbian and he's a former <laughs> NBA basketball player um, who played, as you guys mentioned, for the, the LA Lakers. Um, oh, no, you didn't mention that. You mentioned the Hornets. But he actually, I believe, was the piece that went to the went to the Hornets in the Kobe Bryant trade actually. So, he's a big part of Lakers history in a couple ways. He yeah. played for the Lakers for 7 years, was traded to the Hornets, and then was on those good Kings teams. Um but what I also find fascinating is that uh he's one of those guys who there's just these consistent persistent rumors that he smoked cigarettes during halftime in the locker room and then mm-hmm. he just smoked his whole <laughs> career. <laughs> and uh, it's hard to say whether that's true. I think part of it is just that he's got a beard and he's from Serbia, so it just seems like he probably smokes. But he did tell Dan Patrick in 2000 that he smoked about 10 cigarettes a day, um, but that he tried to tone that down a little bit once he joined the NBA. Um, he also has done a lot of great humanitarian work, uh, but most importantly, he has appeared in uh, Married with Children, Coach. Really? Yep, he was in Coach, and then he was also had parts in the basketball-themed movies Eddie, Space Jam, and Joanna Man. Oh, so, <laughs> those are three of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I I haven't watched it in a while, but I'm assuming that the the uh, gender politics of Joanna Man don't hold up very well. But ah, uh, uh, they do yeah, not. Yeah, I can't imagine them being very uh, progressive when it comes to trans issues. But anyway. Um, Vlade Divac is our awesome person of the week for always having his mouth open whenever he exercised and uh, doing a lot of great humanitarian work in Serbia. And uh, he also, he, uh, I just read this. He, I'm not going to try to pronounce his wife or kids' names because um, they're they have characters over them that I don't even recognize. But um, <laughs> They adopted, they have two biological sons, Luca and Miatja, or something like that, and an adopted daughter, Petra, whose biological parents were killed by Kosovo Liberation Army snipers during Jeez. the Kosovo War. So, Whoa. shit's real. Um, but yeah, he uh, he's one of those great ambassadors of the game who also has some funny, uh, you know, persistent rumors about weird things like him smoking in the locker room. So He also just made news... In December, like on right before Christmas, he hit a oh yeah he hit I a half that. court shot and made like like ninety thousand dollars for charity or yep. something. Yeah, like I that. saw that at uh, a Lakers game, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So really, Crazy. just killing it, Vlade. Good job. Yeah. Um, awesome guy. in more than yeah. one way. So awesome. 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 And if anyone's playing the drinking game this week, tweet us. We'd love to hear about. <laughs> I it. should it's drink more tea then, huh? Hmm. All right, next segment, Songs About Things. Songs About Things was a new segment last week uh, where we take any of your suggestions, your emails, and your tweets, um, and we turn them into a song, uh, a song about anything, songs about awesome things. Uh, shoot us your emails at theweeklyawesomepodcast at gmail.com. Shoot your Twitters to at weeklyawesome. Uh, this week's, uh, now for as much as we lie to you, which is most of the time, <laughs> this actually happened. We got an email from a guy, and he wanted us to write 
uh, an awesome song and he wanted it to be a breakup song. He wanted us to break up with his girlfriend through song. And then he sent like two whole pages, uh, two whole pages describing his the relationship he's been in. And man, this guy has been in one fucked up relationship. <laughs> and yeah, this I mean, it, he details and he gave all these specific things. And it if he's telling the truth. She sounds fucking terrible. Really, uh, truly. So, so we're, we're so we're not apologizing. Uh, we're just gonna say these aren't our words. Uh, they were said in some fashion by uh, Tyler. We don't have his last name, but by his email being his first letter, middle initial, last name at gmail.com. I think I know who he is. Anyway, uh, Tyler, uh, these are his words. We're just painting the picture. So, uh, you guys ready? We're gonna plug in here, and uh, this is songs about awesome things. Hold it's, on, I got a, I got a tune. From... I got a tune. What bubble? What keyboard patch did you want? Uh, play the one that sounds like uh, it's coming from a um, a Broken Bells song. That's actually perfect. Um, Wait, is right. it is it this one that you want? Yes. Okay. Yes, that okay. is the one I want. Um, okay, so uh, let's. I'm gonna um, hold on one second. All right, so I'm going to turn on the beat here, and uh, Louie, why don't you bring in the bass line first? Mmm. I like the sound of that. All right, Bill, here we go. Let's come in with the uh, keyboard and guitar. Two, three, four. Alright, this is a breakup song to Kelly from Tyler. Dear Kelly, how's it going? It's your long-term living boyfriend, and I'm finally writing a song for you. It might not quite be what you were hoping, and please know that I'm not joking. I wrote this song to finally bid you. I wanted really bad to just do this by email, but my friend said that made me a fucking coward. So this seemed the next best way to say so long. The last three years have been quite awful, and I very much dislike you, and I think you're pretty terrible. So I thought I'd have these guys write it in a song. But you'll be better off without me. I'll find somebody new who can pretend to give a fuck about all the stupid shit you do. And put up with all your crazy requests and the endless conversation about celebrity dress. So please pack your shit and go. And don't write or call or email or drop by or contact any of my family or friends again. On the topic, your friends are unbearable Everything about them is dog shit They're so terrible I hope along with you, you all get VD this year Also, your family's pretty terrible I hate them all And your brother is for sure a dangerous sexual predator The fear of you murdering me is really the only reason I'm still here 
And if you weren't so hot and slutty and naughty in bed, there's no way I ever would have asked you out back then. But now your hooks, they just got in, latched on in. So goodbye for fucking ever, now it's time to leave I hope you end up somewhere unpleasant where there's no free speech Or maybe just do everybody a favor and move to Wisconsin But you'll be better off without me, I'll find somebody new A guy without a personality who's as stupid as you He'll like CrossFit, The Bachelor, and the Jersey Shore He'll be a giant waste of space just like you, but more So please pack your shit and go just so you hear it from me I've actually been seeing someone else for quite a while And I really love her, just the opposite of you She's the best, you're the worst And I love her so much and can't wait to wet her And put a baby in her belly This song's for you, Kelly Alright Wow, wow. Uh... Alright, good jam, guys not too bad. I, I, I might have hit a wrong note it. or two in the middle there. But I, I that was like... really, I mean, but she sounds like she's fucking terrible. True, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, we might have just, yeah, we helped this guy out. Hopefully. I feel like we got in the middle of something that we know nothing about. It's bigger than us, you know? Yeah, and, and uh, Tyler, we will, uh, I'll send you the MP3 version in case your wife isn't one of our, or your girlfriend isn't one of our uh, uh, 32 listeners. Uh so you can play it for her. But yeah, remember, that wasn't us. That was Tyler. And uh, if you want your uh, your awesome song written, anything you want, as long as it's about a thing and that thing is a thing, uh, we'll do a song about it. So shoot us a Twitter at Weekly Awesome. Send us an email, theweeklyawesomepodcast at gmail.com. That's songs about awesome things. All right, next up, song of the week number two. Song of the week number two is coming from me. Um, this week I just chose one of my uh, favorite tunes from one of my favorite albums of last year. Um, I'm a big fan of Jenny Lewis, big fan of Rilo Kiley. Um, I've really enjoyed her, uh, her couple solo releases before this. And, uh, this, uh, her new, her, yeah, her, her album this last year is The Voyager. Uh, super awesome. I'm a big fan. Um, it's got, uh, you know, she has this, uh, she has this amazing ability to take kind of like these sad and kind of unique topics that are a little bit more mellow or maybe a little bit more somber and turn them into kind of these fun little pop tunes. But then also she can, you know, just sing a really nice, a nice ballad and just, I, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of her style. I love her voice. Uh, I love the song she writes. So this is uh, one of my favorite songs off that album um, by Jenny Lewis. The song is Head Underwater. Head on. I've been wearing all black since the day it started When I stopped and looked back as my mind departed I've been losing sleep and I cannot sit still huh? I'm not the same woman that you
some Jenny Lewis. Does anybody else have anything to say? <laughs> okay. Next segment. This week's uh, this week on games, we're just going to highlight another one of our favorite board games. Um, now, I learned this game a couple years ago, and Louie actually is the one who who introduced it to me. Uh, and since then, love it. Uh, it's one of those games you can play competitively with with your board game playing friends, <laughs> and uh, it's also one you can play with your nieces and nephews, and everyone can learn it, and it can still be fun because it's not uh, not too hard, but it's still entertaining. Uh, it's called Ticket to Ride, one of the best games made in the last many years. Uh, Louie. You introduced it to me. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, it's uh, as you said, it's a it's a board game that has a pretty low bar for entry, um, but it still has some of the fun strategy involved. It's uh, two to five players. Um, the well, the the traditional version is the United States, but it also offers many other countries um, and regions. But basically, you just have a map of the country and. Uh, well, I'll read you what the back of the box says, actually. October mm. 2nd, 1900. 28 years to the day that noted London eccentric Phileas Fogg accepted and then won a 20,000-pound bet that he could travel around the world in 80 days. Now, at the dawn of century, is it, t- it is time for a new impossible journey. Some old friends have gathered to celebrate Fogg's impetuous and lucrative gamble and to propose a new wager of their own. The stakes? One million dollars in a winner-takes-all competition. The objective? to see which of them can travel by rail to the most cities in North America in just seven days. The journey begins immediately. Dot, dot, And dot. once they get to this new territory, they then must establish a brothel and see who can pimp the most hoes. First on. things first, vanquish and murder all of the native people. <laughs> 
Then we find whiskey and gold. Then we enslave the women. Uh, it's it's like what Bubba said, but like a children's board game about trains. Oh, so, like, yeah, uh, slightly yeah. more child-friendly. Yeah, there is not as much enslavement as Bubba would have you believe. And, in fact, there's none. It's, it's, uh, there's none. It's terrific. And it's whiskey, quite a whiskey is recommended as a drink of your own, but it is not part of the game. Um but yeah, ticket to ride. It's fun. It's uh, it's got the. It moves very quickly once you know how to play, and it has a good amount of, uh, if you would like to, uh, messing with each other and strategic, uh, butt fuckery. So, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I Point. that's uh, I'm in. I yeah. You know, I've heard of this, Louis. This one you play. This one. This is like an under an hour game, right? Like around forty five yeah. minutes, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty quick. And yeah, like great. I said, once. The turns go by real fast once somebody once you're playing with all people who know what they're doing and even if you're not it's you know it's by the by the like I played it with my mom and by the end of the first game she was like all right we got this and she liked it and yeah. you know it's yeah. it's cool because there are not um, you know there aren't too many games that you can just play with your parents that right away right um, they get and uh, I, no offense parents but you know yeah so what's the I mean, very quickly, the, the objective is simply just to travel to yeah, as many sorry, cities as you can. Yeah, sorry, I'm not doing can, a very good. Are you... yeah, so no, 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 basically... no I, I haven't played it before. I've heard a lot about it, and I've always, I've, I've been intrigued by playing it, but am I, am I building the railroads, or am I simply just traveling on them, or like... Uh, you're kind of, I guess the way, so you, you're, you're given, uh, I don't know how many, let's say like 60 trains, plastic trains of your own color, okay. Okay. and then um, basically... Um, you have route cards, and you need to complete those routes. You can also go anywhere else you want, and basically your objective is to get the routes you can okay. while also the, the, the longer um, the segment of you know city to city that you can complete, like if it's a six-train route as opposed to one train or two train, then it's worth more points. And so gotcha. you're basically trying to complete these routes while also... Um, Try to get the longest consecutive one if you can, and uh, so yeah, it's just it fun because. Is it a victory point your, game then? Am I am I like? At, is there a point where the end of the game is triggered and then we all tally up our victory points, or is it more of a race type game? Or um, it is triggered by the when somebody only has three trains left, um, okay, or less or fewer, um, or maybe it's two. Your main way of gathering points is. Your main way of gathering points is to uh, you draw cards outside of the cards that are for playing the game. You yeah. got you got cards that give you cities, and it says you know Montreal to uh, Duluth, Minnesota, or Seattle to Miami. Mm-hmm. And the further the train, the more, the points, more points it's worth. Gotcha. And, so, and so you have to you get to pick a few cards up and choose which ones you keep. Okay. And that's where your points come with, along with like Louis said, the in between each city. If it's six, it's worth more points than if it's worth two. So you kind of total at the end of the game after that trigger, you total all your points, and that's who the winner is. So there's a bunch of different ways you can play it, but it's still easy enough anybody can play. It's 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 yep. terrific. That's what I've always heard about it is that it's a really low low level of entry type game like you don't have to be super into like the most in-depth board game in the world you know the 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 agricolas and the puerto ricos and stuff like that to really get into this game i've heard it's a pretty yeah low threshold mm-hmm. yeah louis have you played have you played any of the other ones have you played the europe one um i have not played the other ones uh, i i tried up the europe one because it was free for a while on iphone but 
I don't know, like a lot of uh, app versions of board games, if you haven't played them for real, it's a little confusing just on the app. It does add a couple other components, mostly because in the Europe one, um, you have to cross water, so there's like mm. that component, like there's like ferries involved or something, so it's got a couple different things. Um, and from what I've heard from other people, each different board, each version does add at least a component or two. Um so they're all a little different. It's not just that you're looking at a different map. So, Cool. All right, nice. Yeah, it's a great game. Everybody should check it out. Bill, we're going to play it for the first time next time I see you. Okay, sounds um, good. Ticket to Ride, check it out. Next segment, Online Dating Profile of the Week. Online Dating Profile of the Week is entering its third week as an actual segment on this show. And Well, fellas, what do you think? I think the, di- I think the response has been dynamite. I, man, it's just such an odd exploration into a whole different... And Twitter has been a buzz. I mean, of, of the 20,000, 30,000 tweets we've been getting each week, I'd say three-fourths of them have been about these profiles. They're, the people are loving it. So make sure you send us your thoughts at Weekly Osmo or uh, send us links to yeah, funny please, profiles. Yeah, please, please, we, we welcome your interaction via all forms of social media. Indeed. Uh, so find us at The Weekly Awesome. Not The Weekly Awesome. Find us at Weekly Awesome on twitter all right bill you're up first uh give us the best online profile you found all right i i I am going to augusta maine for this one because why 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 not not augusta maine yeah 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 yeah. Um, home of julie the cat gaffney yes oh man good pull no she was from bangor maine i'm sorry I'm, i'm off you're right anyway augusta maine and uh just uh doing a little search and again title catches my eye and it says Looking to be friends with a pregnant woman. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, there's a period at the end of that title, so it's, you know, grammatically. Although I suppose there's no subject. He should have said, I'm looking to be friends with a pregnant woman to make that a complete sentence. But anyway, um, and this person writes, Hi, I am a 30-year-old male, six feet tall, brown hair, blue eyes. I am looking for a pregnant woman that wants to chat and be like a pen pal. I think pregnant women are very beautiful and would like to have a friend to chat with and hopefully help enjoy this amazing time in her life. What? That's so creepy. Pregnant women are extremely special and should be reminded of that often. Please email if interested in chatting and we will go from there. Smiley face. So what? So like... I'm so scared for anyone near that guy. So wait, like... So after the six months, after the six months, and then she has the kid, is he like, ew, I need to find a new pregnant lady. But like, how does that to be work? Pen, to be pen pals with you. Yeah. Mothers. Or, what? <laughs> what? Sometimes people just are looking for a pen pal, you know? I mean, is, is it his fault that his is a really do you weird think, and creepy one? Do you think that he's like, do you think that he wants them to write like, I'm resting my notepad on my enormous pregnant belly as I write this. Because inside of it, there's a full-born, there's a full-soon-to-be-born living species of people. My breasts are leaking slightly as I seal this letter. I'm quite hungry. I've been craving curly fries all day. But you don't want to hear about that. Let's get back to my belly. (laughs) Like... Yeah. So what, anyway, what was that weird. under uh, as far as categories, or where did you find men that? seeking women? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I guess that's accurate. Yeah. I just assumed that was like a like a OK Cupid profile. No, that was a Craigslist uh, Craigslist 
Portland, Maine was actually the Craigslist that I went to, but this particular writer had Augusta in the profile. The author. So yeah. Um, ah, that's terrific. That's a that's a that's a good that's a good start. I don't know if mine can live up to it. Uh, I decided to go to the deep south to uh, see what was getting gross down there. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, this is from Mississippi. Uh, it's a Craigslist ad, of course, because all of them are always going to be Craigslist ads. Let's not pretend any different. And uh, all right, here we go. The title, Asian or Latino only. <laughs> all right. Okay. It says, seeking Asian or Latino female only for serious long-term relationship. This is not just a one-time boink thing. <laughs> so please, serious inquisitions only. Inquisitions mm. only. Pre- now, this is my favorite part. Preferred age, 20 to 65. <laughs> <laughs> Must live local. No third-party websites, no payments, or other spam. Spam replies will be reported and persecuted. Persecuted? <laughs> persecuted. persecuted? Inquisitions okay. and persecution. I like this yep. guy. Wow. This is a serious inquiry. 34, he's 34, 20 to 60. 34-year-old <laughs> white clean professional seeking long-term relationship with Asian, Latino, and maybe Pacific Islander only. It's super surprising that he's in his he's a, in his thirties white guy. I would have never would have never guessed that. So, do, do you think there were a bunch of like sixty seven year old Latina women who are like, damn it, <laughs> or like eighteen year old Asian women, like ah, just out of his age range? <laughs> I mean, he makes a compelling case. Like, if if I ever heard that, and if it was directed at my uh, specific race and age. Uh, I, I would not have been horrified or thought he was going to murder me at, at, at all. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Louie, last profile of the week. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is actually funny or just sad, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm, well, I like now. This is going. <laughs> yeah. I was drawn to it by the, by the headline. Um, I ventured into the men seeking women of Philadelphia is where I went. Um, And the headline of this post is sentenced to a life without passion or romance. And then in parentheses, okay, I am married. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man, there's so many sad people. I thought that was pretty – I thought that was pretty honest and also just – a fun little twist uh, at the end there. Um, all right, so I'm just going to read it. I'll try to give a little commentary here and there. Um, happy Groundhog's Day. They say if we don't change what we do, every day will be identical. I think, you know, a little reference to the movie. That's nice. Hi, uh, yeah. Well, I seek to change things. I am a middle-aged, married, white professional man, tall and average build. I do not smoke or take drugs. I help little ladies cross the street. And yet, I live a life without romance, without passion, without an inkling of a romantic connection. I get that it is probably my fault, but I am not looking to blame my wife or me. I am just looking to have a sparkle in my eyes. I want to be important in one woman's love. Ah, sorry. I would love, want to be important in one woman's life. I would love to sneak away and grab lunch. 
And yes, I am looking to send discreet notes and letters. I would say that I'm intelligent. See, no, misspelled words. And now I will point out that he spelled discreet like the discreet with E-T-E, like... Oh, like math. Several discreet (laughs) things that are separate from each other. And what he meant to say was discreet, E-E-T, as in... um, Yeah, so immediately... It's fun to look at when he just misspells words right before he says no misspelled words. Uh, he is yeah, in- fuck that guy. I definitely would have known how to spell this. Greek. Yeah, I would. I would say that I am intelligent, attentive, romantic, and passionate. I need discretion as I have no intention of leaving my marriage and will give same. I am looking for one serious woman, open to age or race. P.S. It would be a bonus if you like high heels. That's the end. What? See, it was sad <laughs> until the last thing. Then the last thing creepy, is what right? made that so creepy. Well, like, God, and he... What the hell? Like, what? Why? It would be a bonus if you like high why, heels. Why would... So basically, this guy is saying, I want somebody to sneak off and grab lunch and be like my mistress lover. I will never leave my wife. Yeah, uh, this guy's so miserable. And he wants to make somebody else more miserable. I don't know why I picked this one. I'm sorry. I just I had picked so <laughs> such profane ones last week and the week before that I felt like I needed to Yeah, but they're still funny. Pick a more honest and depressing one. It doesn't mean it's not awesome. Awesome doesn't have to mean hilarious. That's awesome in a really great way cuz it's fucking really honest and uh I think this guy is just looking for some background dicking and is making <laughs> background dicking. I feel like that that refers to at least eighty five percent of the ads on men seeking women on Craigslist. Is just you could. Who just... wants some knob? <laughs> what was that one? Chesty. <laughs> Chesty. Yeah, the very first one ever on this uh, this uh, segment. Chesty. All right, great profiles this week, fellas. Everybody out there, uh, the Weekly Awesome Podcast at gmail.com and at Weekly Awesome on Twitter if you want to send us uh, those funny online dating profiles or if you want to send us questions for pop stars or songs about awesome things. That's how you reach us. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Next segment. Would you rather watch Kitty Cats playing? Not to say that we wouldn't show Kitty Cats playing. Here come Kitty Cats playing. Welcome to the Weekly Awesome Awesome Video. Awesome video of the week. We like to point you towards one of our favorite videos uh, that we've been watching this week online or one of our old classics. Bill, uh, awesome video of the week's yours this week. What do we got? This this video, man, the first time I watched it, I was like, this isn't awesome. This is weird. But it's one of these videos that I, I had some friends show it to me last weekend. I spent some time uh, with some old friends. We rented a cabin in Wisconsin and had fun. I think I mentioned that at the beginning of the last podcast. And second week shout out for friends. What's up, friends? One of the one of the things that we did was um, a friend had brought uh, a Chromecast in this cabin we were staying at. It had a big projector, movie theater type uh, area in it. So he plugged his Chromecast in, and we all spent time sharing videos with each other because that's what we do in 2015 when we get together with friends. And um, one of my friends showed this video. Um, called Shia LaBeouf and it's a song I guess I, I I didn't catch on to this phenomenon but it's a song by a guy named Rob Cantor uh, and he wrote it last summer I guess it got a lot of run just the song did and it, it was just kind of this funny song about this uh, you know what if Shia LaBeouf actually lived in the woods and was a murderer and a cannibal 
And then I don't know where he got the money to produce this or what. And obviously you can go check the video out on our on our website, theweeklyawesome.com. And if you really should, because I, I can't even explain this one with words. It's just a video that starts ridiculous and then gets more ridiculous. And then there's dancers and then there's aerial dancers. And there's guys wearing giant Shia LaBeouf masks and... It's all done live. It there's a fat little kid saying quiet, quiet. I don't know. It's just it's uh it's really, really, really great. It's awesome. And if you're into it's ridiculous, awesome. it's really, really great. So go check that out on the website, the Shia LaBeouf live performance. Um and it has a fun little fun little twist at the end that I think you'll enjoy. Well, and like Bill said, the weeklyawesome.com is where you can find that as well as all of our songs of the week on a Spotify playlist. Unless we choose Taylor Swift because she's not on Spotify. Anymore. Oh yeah, god damn it! Fight uh, the man, Taylor. Fight the man. T Swift, you my girl. Next segment. Don't you always wanna go where all the shows are pretty much the same? Can't laugh the dad jokes or a violent crime explained. So join the housewives and bachelorettes or the host of a silly competition. Hop on the couch, we're talking basic cable television. TV, well, we saw we talked Super Bowl, and one of the best parts about the Super Bowl is the TV commercials. So we're going to have that be the topic of our segment TV this week. Fellas, there were a couple really funny commercials, but on the whole... There was a lot of sappy dad commercials and really depressing ones. I, what okay, the so fuck was going on? Do you guys remember on? when we were like kids and the entire object of Bud. Was, thank you. Wise. Bud. Wise. Bud. Yeah. Okay, so this was the whole bit, right? When we were kids, this the Super Bowl was all about out-funnying each other, right? And that Budweiser thing, look at us here. It's like fucking 20 years later and we still remember that, like... That that was it. It was who could come up with the funniest commercial. And then I feel like maybe in the last six or seven, maybe ten years, one or two companies have always dished out one of these like full minute ad buys where they've done a really sappy, sentimental commercial, and then that's all the shit that anybody talks about afterwards. And then this year seemed to be the year where every fucking company needed to be like, no, oh. we're not fucking doing funny this year. We're doing sentimental. Sentimental is the new funny, and if you want to make a funny commercial, you can just get the fuck out. Because, like, the, my God. If you don't like it, you can get out. <laughs> that's that's it. Like, God. And so that was it. it was, you're right, Bubba. Like, and somebody, oh, man, I, I'm going to be bad here and not credit the right person on Twitter last night, but when the Nissan dad race car commercial oh, and then the fucking oh. crazy nationwide Wolf. child dying commercial, and those played almost back-to-back, somebody on Twitter wrote last night, Oh, yeah, child abandonment and child death. Now I'm totally going to go buy some shit. Like, because <laughs> the premise of an advertisement always is always to get me to spend money on your shit, right? Like, let's accept that premise first. Your whole purpose in spending money on this is to try and get me to buy your shit. And now once you've accepted that premise, these commercials are really creepy. You're trying to get me to buy your shit by, like, talking about dads who are never with their fathers and then children who died because TVs fell on them. Like, wh- what? I could have played fuck? first fiddle in the Grand Central Orchestra, <laughs> but I won't because I died in a fucking hu- in a bathtub overflow Jesus. accident. Like, just fuck you. And it was nationwide. really violent. Just fuck off. Fuck off. 
I liked the Doritos commercial, the first one. I thought it was funny. Which one was that? The one of the guy who was being a loud, smelly, obnoxious guy <laughs> on the airplane because it was open seating, and then until yeah, he saw good. the hot chick. And then he played. Then he played it cool, and and then right at the end, she had a baby. <laughs> and that yeah, guy, guy, what was coming to him? If uh, that had been a nationwide funny. commercial, that plane would have crashed, and they would have all died. <laughs> I never and got they would to have hit on this the baby the whole time to make I us feel extra bad. Jesus, <laughs> I'll never get to I'll never get to Mile High Club this hot chick because I died in a car accident <laughs> as a child. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, um, why is that? No, it's not terrible. Come on. I mean, she has the baby. She has things. the baby strapped to the front of her. If you. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Lou! You could work for Nationwide's advertising. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Nationwide just killed your kid. <laughs> oh. Okay. 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 Seriously. Seriously. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Okay. You guys. Okay. No. Seriously. You guys. You guys. Seriously. This is back to the okay. podcast. No, guys. Okay. You guys. Seriously. 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 All right. Next segment. The awesome quiz. All right. Bill finally got on the table last week. He's sitting at one point, sitting at the bottom. Louis sitting at the top. I'm right in the middle, but I'm asking the questions this week. See if Bill can make up ground or Louis can put himself way out in front. It's the awesome quiz. All right, fellas. Uh, this week's awesome quiz, I, uh, uh, you know, uh, we can thank another Twitter follower. Uh, we want to thank at bdose448, but eight is spelled out with the letters. Uh, they, uh, they sent a link to one of their favorite awesome videos asking if we'd put it up as one of ours. And it is one of my favorite videos maybe someday, but uh, it's, it's one where it's called like Nicolas Cage Freaks Out or something like this. And all it is is Nicolas Cage going, like, his insane, every bit of crazy thing he says in any movie, just back to back. It's the funniest thing ever. And I was like, oh, I want to do a Nicolas Cage quiz. Ooh. So, this week's awesome quiz. <clears throat> it's Nick Cage style. Oh, all right. Okay. Question one. Oh, wait. First, first thing we got to do, decide who's going first. I'm going to flip, uh, flip my lighter. Louie, heads or tails? Tails. I'm sorry, it's heads. Bill, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. First question is for Lewis. Lewis, which of the following is not a Nicolas Cage quote? So I'm going to read you four quotes. One is not a Nick Cage sorry, quote. Sorry, are, they, like are these one. said by characters he plays in nope, movies? Nope, 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 nope. These are, these are Nicolas Cage human being okay. quotes. Like things <laughs> he himself has said. All right. Which of the following is not a Nicolas Cage quote? Superman is an American myth, like the English have Shakespeare. Or, I hate violence. I just hate it. I read the paper every day, the New York Times, the Guardian, and I feel it, you know? Or, scientists showed us we descend from the bloodline of Constantine. Or, I am not a demon. I am a lizard, a shark, a heart-seeking panther. Those are your four options. All right, could you... Superman is a myth. Okay. Superman is an American myth, like the English have Shakespeare. Number two, I hate violence. I just hate it. I read the paper every day, New York Times, The Guardian. I feel it, you know? Three, scientists showed us we descend from the bloodline of Constantine. 
or four. I am not a demon. I am a lizard. I am a shark, a heart-seeking panther, which is not a Nick Cage quote. I'm going to say that he did not say the thing about Constantine. C. That is correct. Scientists showed us we descend from the bloodline of Constantine. No, he actually said that about Christ. (laughs) Um, (coughs) Superman and American Myth. He hates violence, and uh, he's a lizard. Those are all real. All right, Lou, you got one. Bill. All right, lay it on me. Let's go. Time for you to try to tie it up. Here's your first question. Which of the following is not a member of Nicolas Cage's family? So which of the following is not a member of his extended family? Francis Ford Coppola, Abigail Breslin, Jason Schwartzman, or the lead singer of the terrific California pop rock band, Rooney? Um, I'm pretty sure that he is. I, I'm almost positive that Francis Ford Coppola is in his extended family. I, that one I know for sure. Um, the other three, though. Man, Abigail Breslin. What was C? Jason Schwartzman. Uh, and then the lead singer, the lead singer of the of the California pop rock band Rooney. Um. Okay, I'm just gonna go with Jason Schwartzman. Oh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <coughs> the correct answer is Abla- Abigail yeah, Breslin. Damn it, that Abigail was Breslin. Uh, that was my gut. And shit. Jason Schwartzman is uh, uh, indeed a member of the family, and the lead singer of Rooney is Jason Schwartzman's brother. Oh shit. That's why I couldn't say his name. It would have been. Yeah, would have ruined it. All hmm. right, fine. All right, one zero, Louis. Damn after it. one round. All right, round two, Louis. Which of the following is not a Nick Cage movie? Which of the following is not a Nick Cage movie? And no, hey, no having up his IMDb if either of you've pulled it up. Nope. All right. Which of the following is not a Nick Cage movie? Doctor Brightworth, <laughs> Amos, and Andrew. Zandali? What? Or Jesus. Joe? All of the above. So three of One these are actually movies of his. Three of these are Nick Cage movies. The fourth is not. Which is not a Nick Cage movie? One more time. Dr. Brightworth, Amos and Andrew, Zandali, and Joe. How is Zandali spelled? Uh, Z-A-N-D-A-L-E-E. Can you give me the country of origin, please? Yeah. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say that... Uh... So really what you're asking is, what do I think Bubba's fake movie name is? <laughs> <laughs> um, and your answer. I really want to say one of them that sounds like a movie you would come up with, but I'm going to say Dr. Brightworth. That is yes! correct. Oh, <laughs> Amos and Andrew, real movie. Zandali, real movie. Joe, real movie. He played Joe in. Yeah, Joe. I knew Joe. Yeah, I knew yeah. Joe was real, and I, I was pretty sure Amos and Andrew was real. But all right, Bill, to stay alive. Uh, all right, to stay alive. Let's go. Which of the following is not a Nick Cage character name? Oh, geez. So all of these are characters he has played in movies. You have to tell us which one is not a character he's played. All right. Donald Kaufman. Little Junior Brown. 
Douglas Pops McDruthers <laughs> or <laughs> Speckles. <laughs> One more time, which is not a character Nick Cage has played. Donald Kaufman, Little Junior Brown, Douglas Pops McDruthers or Speckles. Jeez. What the hell is wrong with this guy? He takes some good roles. <sighs> I, I'm gonna go with Douglas Pops McDruthers. That is correct. Oh, Douglas Pops McDruthers good. is not a character Nick Cage has played. Donald He's played Kaufman, a character named is, Speckles. He did. He was in the movie G Force. Uh, oh, he also played God. Little Junior Brown in the movie Kiss of Death. And Donald Kaufman, of course, from Adaptation. All right, Bill, you're at least hanging on. If Louis gets this right, he wins. Louis's winning two to one going into the final round. Last question for Louis. Louis, please tell me, how old is Nicolas Cage? I need to get it exactly right. Just years. You don't have to give me months well, or no days. Shit, I just but need I need it. to get it his exact age. <laughs> you got it. The last question is hard. You got to get it exactly right. Fifth. Your answer, please. Fifty-one. Bullshit. Did I get it? No fucking not, way. Did no, you I not fucking look guessed. That up. For, I guess. No. I promise. Way. I promise. Oh. I promise. I don't believe you. I promise. The correct it. answer was yes. fifty-one. Oh. His birthday was a few weeks ago. He just turned 51. Oh, that's awesome. So I'll tell you my rationale. I know that he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and that was like his first movie, and I think he was maybe like a random, not an extra, but he was a late addition, and I tried to do the math, and that was almost 30 years ago, and it felt like, I don't know, seemed about right. Wow. Uh, well, just for fun, Bill, I want to ask you the last question because this was one of my favorites. I'm like the Burnley uh, of this game. But Oh, you really are. Uh, but just for fun, uh, if you get this Wait, right, does, we'll give you is, a at the end of this, good job, Bill. It, 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 when May comes around, if Bill's still bottom, will he get relegated? We'll bring somebody else up to <laughs> be yeah, on the quiz. That actually is how it works. I'm sorry. That's how this works. <laughs> we will end, we'll have to bring somebody else in to take the quiz every week. All right, Bill, here's for two bonus points in life, but not in the game you've lost. Uh, on April 15th, 2011, at 11.30 p.m., Cage was arrested in New Orleans French Quarter District for suspicion of domestic abuse, battery, disturbing the peace, and public intoxication. Whoa. After a police officer was flagged down by onlookers, F. Cage allegedly grabbed his wife uh, very violently, and uh, he appeared to be super fucked up. <laughs> here's the question I was going to ask you. Who posted his bail? Since it's not for actual in the game, can you give me like a small hint? Uh, reality TV star who's murdered someone. Oh, what? Everything I just said was true. What reality? OJ Simpson? I'm sorry, the correct answer was Dog the Bounty Hunter <laughs> posted his bail. What? Oh yeah. my god. What? Terrific. The things that the things we learned from the internet. <laughs> All right, uh, Louis. Louis is the victor. Bill, you have been defeated again. Again. Sorry. sorry. And I believe it's your turn to ask the quiz again. Great, next week, so, so I so, fall oof. further behind next week. Okay. Don't worry about it, Bill. It's a long season. Thirty eight games. Don't worry about it. Sweet. All right. Good round, fellas. Last segment. Song of the week number three. Bill. 
This one's, um, I feel like I'm the one who always brings the kind of, uh, you know, something a little different. I brought in one of the pre-show, pre-season pods, I brought a classical choral tune. Sorry about that. That was a great song, though. Um, I, mean, I still listen to it. Um, but this one is a little different, too. I'm uh, the an affinity for vocal jazz music, um, and there's a group out of Sweden called The Real Group that are have kind of been at the top, well, yeah, at the top of the mountain in vocal jazz groups up there with a few others for, for many, many years. It's just a group of five. Um, I actually had the chance to see them live. They don't come to the United States very often, but uh, several years ago I had a chance to see them live at the convention center in Minneapolis. They were in town for a um, uh, a choir thing, but it was a big concert for more than just that. And uh, they're just really fantastic, super, super good, super good harmony, super good sense of rhythm and everything else. Um acapella group just five five singers three men two women and this particular tune is one of their all-time classics it's kind of their number one hit so to speak and it's it's a little weird it's a tune about chili uh it's called chili con carne but um it's got a great great kind of salsa samba type backbeat to it um really really fun so i I hope our listeners i'm guessing on not a lot of them have heard this before but i'm hoping they enjoy it chili con carne by the real group Take some rock and fresh tomatoes, put them in the bowl with oil, add the onion strong and tasty, on the stove you let it boil, choose the finest meat you get from cow or pig, it doesn't matter, beans are colored, your peppers, necessary is to this, but don't forget, don't forget the Mexican spices, Spices, the oil, the oil, the cooking. Oh no, don't forget, don't forget the Mexican spices. Without them, you won't get the flavor of sunshine. Chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con 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 carne, con chili con carne. Aha, let's make chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con carne, chili con 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 carne, con chili con carne. Aha, that's good. Eat your chili nice and slowly to prevent your stomachache. Crisp the tears on your plate will sound so nicely when they break. When your mouth gets full of fire, you might need something to drink. One or two or three or four or seven beers will be enough. But don't forget, don't forget the Mexican spices. The spices, the bottle, the bottle, the cooking. Oh no, don't forget, don't forget the Mexican spices. Without them, you won't get the flavor of sunshine. Chili con carne, 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 chili Chicken, what's up? 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 Chicken, what's up?
confused and very glad so thank you yeah that that's what i try and do confuse and gladden that's my my motto oh, if i had I, a house like a crest like house house bill it would be to confuse and gladden that would be my house motto do you think that dazzle dan gladden <laughs> when he lays atop his beloved calls it gladdening her <laughs> i think i think yes I hope yes. <laughs> or or is it or is it is it da- or is it dazzling her? Dazzle Dan, if you're listening, uh, tweet at us <laughs> at Weekly Awesome. Let us know. <laughs> that was terrific. Good choice, Bill. That does it for this week's episode of the Weekly Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, find us on the internet uh, on Instagram and Facebook, the Weekly Awesome at Weekly Awesome on Twitter, the Weekly Awesome Podcast on j- at the Weekly Awesome Podcast at Gmail dot com fellas terrific show yeah. it's been a blast yeah it was fun guys. talking to you guys yeah. yeah have a good night and uh just a quick note to our listeners next week uh we'll be taking a week off from the pod uh we've got some vegasing to do and uh we're a little tied up so we won't be doing a pod next week so join us back in two weeks for uh the next pod thanks for joining us tonight i'm bubba i'm louie and i'm bill and remember, drink beers, read a book, listen to a new band, watch sports, eat snacks, pack one, find some strange, sing a song, watch some sci-fi, cook something, watch soccer, harmonize, and remember, always shoot for awesome. Have an awesome week, everybody. Bye. Bye. The end has come. It's time to say goodbye. But don't be sad. Think of all the fun we've had. I'll see you soon. Don't think you've lost some. Cause next week will be fucking awesome.